Noah's Natter is a place for casual Christian conversations about topics ranging from basic theology to practical Christian living, all based on basic Bible principles. A new podcast will be available each Friday. We hope you enjoy and are engaged by the conversation. This week's conversation, What is Faith? Now we turn to our hosts, Brett Allen and Anthony Tropp, for this week's conversation. What is faith? And joining me today is, will be our usual, be Mr. Brent Allen. I'm Anthony Tropp, and this is Noah's Natter. And uh, we hope you will uh, listen intently to this discussion we have about faith. And I know when we, we talk about faith from the biblical perspective, almost everybody will go to probably what's called the text verse on faith into the 11th chapter of Hebrews. And so let's just start there. we got to start from somewhere, right? Right. And uh, a lot of people use that word to, in their words to define faith. I think it's a little more complex than is there. I think it's a good place to start. Yes. It, said, it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. Mm-hmm. All right, so what is faith? When we're talking in the context of the Bible, okay, for to begin with, what is faith? If I were to ask you that, Brent, what would you tell them? <clears throat> well, I would first go to that cha- that passage of Scripture, um, and I, I think that's, a, again, like you said, that's a good place to start, but it's it goes a lot deeper than that. Um, faith... Uh, in the biblical standpoint, to me, is, um, and I'll just put it as general as a definition as I can put it, because I know that's what you'd want, is for me to generalize it so so anybody can understand it. But faith, for me, means uh, believing, believing in something that, although I know it's not there, that it is there and taking promises from God's word uh, and and trusting them without question okay uh, that's that's for me that's how I would define it for me um, you know I think everybody's sometimes got their own definition but I think we have to get to a point where we all agree on the same definition of what it is so Right. What is it to you? Well, I think about when I say, you know, we use throughout the word faith, are you talking about, you know, something you do or something that there is, such as is it in a verb sense or is it in a, a noun sense, you know, a person, place, or thing? Right. And I think it's easy to, to explain the noun part of it. It's just a system of beliefs. Exactly. All right. We might call it doctrine. We might call it. Uh, rules, regulations, I don't know, whatever I might call that. And a set of a set of beliefs, people have differing levels of beliefs. We have beliefs, uh, some that are superstitious in the world. We have beliefs because that's what mom or dad said or maybe grandma said. And then our beliefs that we want to talk about are beliefs that are based on truth, 
specifically truth in the Bible. Right. So I think the noun part of it's easy to define. It's yes, the verb part that may be a little tougher. But uh, when I say I believe something, I believe something in the Bible. To me, I love a word you used a while ago was the word promise. And uh, because the one who wrote the Bible or had the Bible written right. was God. Actually, he wrote it through the Holy Spirit. Yes. Is that God's promises are always certain. Yes. Unlike human beings' promises, sometimes we may or may not keep them. So his words are certain. We know that for sure. Uh, so to me is that I, I can believe or have faith in. Why I tell people to try to give them synonyms if they're not like church people. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we throw our churchy words around. We do. They're Bible words, but they can be churchy words, too. You know I like to I mean. call it Christianese. That's I like, what we hey, that's have. Good, hey, we need to adopt that. We need to get that, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? I wrote a patent on that, see if we can get yeah. uh, that copyrighted so we can get some royalties from using that Christianese. I like that. There you go. But I think about faith means that when it comes to God's Word, comes to the Bible, that system of belief, that I trust it. I depend on it. I can rely on it. Yes, that's and good. And to me, that's what faith is, something yeah. I can rely on. Though I may not be able to see it con concretely, maybe it's a, a, a precept that is abstract that I can't see, but because it is something that God has said, that abstract quality of it is literally concrete. And I right. can put my trust, my dependence, my reliance on it because it's based on something God said or based on who God is, if it right. has to do with something about his character or his, yes. you know, that part of him, I can believe it so I can have faith. And I think, of course, we'll, we would bring this out at some point in this discussion, so let's just pull it out of the quiver now, is that faith is as only dependable or reliable as its object. Well, that's right. what we're putting that faith in or upon. Or toward, right? Right. Does that make sense? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going back to the Hebrews chapter 11 that you started with. You know, our, um, I, th I think sometimes too to define faith, we have to, we have to define what the object is before we have faith. And I think that's where you were probably headed to was that, you know, what is it that, um, what is it that drives our faith? It's that object. And that object is God. All right. That's uh, that's a good thing I think we need to consider in light of what faith means outside of the Bible context. And that is, we hear sometimes the term blind faith in the yeah. world. You know, they say, you know, you just putting your faith in nothing or something you can't see. And they think that this verse may mean that, hey, God's asking you, you to have blind faith. But we understand, I believe, that there's no such animal in the Bible as blind faith, right? Right, I so agree. why is the faith that we have toward God or His Word, why is it not blind? Although it may not be substantive, as we've said, kind of delineate or tell the difference between what the world means by blind faith and what we mean when we say faith. There's no substance to it, but yet there's... There's concreteness there, right? There's, there's evidence. There you go. There's a good word. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the linchpin of it. You know, uh, the world or our the non-Christian uh, way of thinking of faith is 
um, you know, they put their still someone who is not a Christian still puts their faith in something. I think we all have a measure of faith that we put into uh, something. It's whether we rely on like for someone who is concerned about their um, about having their possessions, they put their faith uh, for and even Christians can sometimes do this. They direct their faith towards their job or their finances. Material things. Material yeah. things. It's true. Yeah. And blind faith would be somebody who just throws it all up to happenstance and says that it's all in the air in the sky and whatever happens is gonna happen. That but that's still faith. You've right. got you've got faith in something. Uh our faith in is what we our evidence. Like you said like you know, like I said earlier, it's what we've it's what we know from God's word to be true, okay. and also what the Holy Spirit's revealed to us. Uh, this kind of goes to the next area. I think we ought to go to is that biblical faith, and maybe we need to couch it in that term because we're not just talking about faith in general. Right. We want to keep it in that biblical or that theological context. Yes. Is that faith, biblical faith, is always based in fact. Yes. Or truth. Truth. And not just any fact, just not any truth, but divine truth. That's right. Divine facts. Yes. Because the divine part comes from God, which makes what may seem from the world to be abstract qualities, abstract thought, but it's really it's a concrete truth because it comes from a concrete being. I do think the world thinks you can actually have faith in nothing, but really, faith in nothing, you've just removed the definition of faith. I mean, there's not, there's really no thing truly as faith in nothing. I right, mean, that's, that's true. As you say everybody has faith, and they may believe they can put their faith in chance, faith in happenstance, whatever the word may be. That's literally faith in nothing. That's right. But in another way, it's faith in something, but that something is literally empty. It's empty faith. So it's yeah. actually pointless. And there, by de- de- definition, it's not truly faith, technically speaking. Right. But when we believe what God said, when we believe who God is, yeah. we are never on any stronger grounds to have faith than when we put our faith in that kind of object or that object, right? Right. And so we don't have to look to the world. We don't have to look to our own mind or our own experience or to people try to drum up something to put our faith in. We don't have to muster up the confidence. We don't have to muster up the reliance. We don't have to muster up the depend depending upon something. Just try to what I mean by that saying that is we don't have to concoct the object of our faith. No. We can read and we can find in God's word what we're to put our faith in yes preachers used to say this and i don't know if you'll agree with this but i I think it kind of summarizes it's a broad summary no doubt but i think when it comes to biblical faith that really when you when you boil out all the 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 facets of it that's revealed in the bible is you come back to the really two things and that is you put your faith in the lord or god and what the Lord or God 
has said. John said that, you know, if we tried to write down all the things, we couldn't have, we don't have a library big enough to fill all that up. I don't know if you have you enough know? ink in your pen, would you? No, I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, or enough ink in the printer, I guess, would be more appropriate today. Yeah, I think um, I think what you said at the beginning uh, when we started this conversation is another place to always go to is uh, for Christians is that God says His promises are yes and, no. and, a, and amen, and that means that they are so. And so um, if we believe in God, then we can't help but have faith that in that, that they're yes and amen. Um, <clears throat> there's so many, so many examples of um, God's faithfulness um, to his people, to those who um, whom he trust, who trusted in him, uh, that uh, as we read through Scripture, we should be strengthened in our faith by I, that. We should be. You know, that's exactly right. There's there's nothing in Scripture that should take away from our faith. Uh, I always go back. You know, I go back to um, um, the man that Jesus healed with leprosy. You know, and he said that he came to Jesus and he said. I know that if you want to, you can heal me. Yeah, that was the leper to Jesus, right? Yeah. Said, Jesus, if you want to. If Isn't that you kind want of, to. That's kind of a strange question as Jesus. Right. You know, if we don't think about the whole context of it, because I'm probably thinking like you think, well, Jesus wanted to heal everybody. But what, right. what a statement from a guy like that, right? Yeah, and then Jesus said, and it says later on that Jesus marveled. And he said, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. Right. And didn't Jesus say also in that same, he said, I, I, I do desire that. I, yeah, I will, I want, that you, I want you to be yeah. healed, right? Yes. That's good. But he hadn't seen somebody that believed right. in all of his own country, his own people. His own people. He hadn't seen faith like somebody who was condemned and marginalized and minimalized outside society. It took somebody like that to give a display that Jesus would 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 applaud with that kind of comment, right? Right, exactly. That's kind of hard to get our minds around, isn't it? Yeah, and you take all of us religious people who claim that we have faith, and yet sometimes we don't believe that much. Right. Well, what do what do most Christians? Okay, let's talk, take it in a generic generic way. What do most Christians actually? You think now? This, this is actually an opinion question, mm-hmm. so we're not talking fact or, or Bible necessarily with this answer to the question. But you've had some experience, obviously, in your line of work where you work out in the the, the world. You meet all kinds of people, saved, unreligious, probably across the gamut of society. I'm sure. If you were just kind of summarizing your own experience, the way Joe Christian describes or thinks of faith, what do you think most Christians actually believe that faith is? Do you think they're heavily influenced from the world? I believe so, yes. And so what, how, may, how might they define that? Well, I think that, again, it goes back to what we put in a matter of importance. You know, Jesus said that right. uh, we're supposed to seek first the kingdom of God, His righteousness, you know, and He also said that we're supposed to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength mm-hmm. and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And so um, 
we've we as Christians have digressed. I think, uh, and I'm generalizing this. I'm not making a pointed statement at anybody. So if it defend if it offends you, if you're listening, then it's the Holy Spirit offending you, not me. Um, but it, I think that we've um, we've regressed in the fact that the world. Uh, especially in the in the new church coming about, uh, they were the world was influenced by Christians by their faith because they had unwavering faith, um, and we've kind of got to the point where we're taking the taking the backseat and we're um, we're putting their putting the world's uh, definitions back into us. Whereas, uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, our faith is not solely dependent on God and His promises, but it's dependent on whether or not I've got a job, whether or not I've got the money, whether or not I've got a home that looks like everybody else's, uh, whether or not I drive the right vehicle, you know, things like that. We're letting the end result define whether or not we have faith or the right kind of faith or something like that. Right. So So to... so the objects, uh, right? Yeah. So so if I've got the right right vehicle, if I drive the right, uh, if I've got the right cell phone, you know, I mean, just anything like that, and I'm doing good, right? Then my faith is increased. I've got faith in God because He's taking care of me. But reality is, God's are God's taking care of you anyways. Well, I kind of I kind of agree with you uh, on that for sure. But I, I want to take this question back to when we talked about faith being both a verb and a noun. Yeah. And now let's take that, redefine it, if you will, the way the world looks at it. I think what the world says on the noun side of it, we've said that correct biblical faith is faith in God and what he says. I think what Christians do, once again generalizing, is they predetermine what they want to have faith in. You know whether it's a, whether it's success or whatever how however they want to measure it. Okay, that's a well point. And, it's, and so that's an ungodly object. Right. Okay? And so the thing about that is that object can change with as many people as there is in the world. Thing about biblical faith is the object never changes because one of the unique facts about God is that He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's one reason you can depend on him is because he never changes regardless of the way the wind's blowing, so to speak. That's right. So on the verb side, I think the way the world looks at it is I I not only can believe in whatever object I want to, is that in order to uh, to achieve that degree of faith that's successful, whatever however you want to define that, is I've got to believe harder. I've got, I've just got to believe more. Right. As if, as if there's a level, you know, it's like going and exercising. There's a degree you got to get to. Right, basically. right. And the only way I can get stronger is if I have more resistance. So if I have faith, if I have, and I don't know how you measure it actually, but if my faith is stronger or I have a bigger, better faith in this person, then I will, the object of what I'm believing to result to, will come to me, you know, because I've believed hard. And some people even say, well, I believe in God hard for this. And that is so far into the Bible. You know, we're, we're never told that I can remember in Scripture that there are there's a barometer of belief, all right, as far right. as you can believe stronger. 
I do know there's weak faith and strong faith, yes. but that is not in the same context as what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, so what you're saying is, uh, I think to quantify for, for me anyways, is uh, it's basically one way or the other. Either you have faith or you don't have faith. I think that's kind of the way the Bible would look at it. Do right. you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I agree with that completely. And that's, that's, that's the point. It's kind of the difference between heaven and hell, right? Yeah. When you boil down, it's kind of that same uh, same thing. If you believe in what we talked about in our last segments about the way God showed His love and receiving Christ as Savior, that's either or. It's not I can just have to believe to a point and then I'm okay. It's either you do or you don't. It's not how much or how less you. It's either yeah. yes or no, right? Yeah, J- Jesus in the storm, you know, with his disciples, he didn't tell them increase your faith. All he told them was to have faith. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good way of quantifying that or qualifying that. Well, but we we definitely have the phrase in the Bible. We'll deal with this maybe further into the the segment. Is where the Bible talks about. You know, uh, Jesus said, "O ye of little faith." Right. Uh, and as you mentioned, the example of the the leper. Yeah. I haven't seen a such great a faith in all of Israel. So Jesus is putting a measure on faith, but I think the way he's talking about is a different barometer than the world takes. It's a different way yes, of looking at it. I agree. It's a spiritual way of looking at it. We yes. look at it as a, a mental ascent or a, or a, a human effort. And I yeah. think there's totally uh, two different things. Uh, all right, we kind of understand what the wrong idea of faith is. But a long kind of, uh, maybe in the, maybe saving a negative context, uh, why do you think Christians, let's just not say people, why do Christians struggle to grow in their faith? You know, we, we've talked about, the Bible talks about weak faith. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you don't have any faith. Right. right. Let's let's start there and then answer the question. How would you define a weak faith that juxtaposed to a strong faith? What's the difference between those two? What what determines that um, difference in those two words? You know, I think a, I think a weak faith is that's is one that's not solely dependent on or solely. Uh, standing on maybe God's promises. So, you know, like we talked about uh, earlier about some of the things that some wrong ideas about that, those faith is taking the world's context of what faith is and placing it ahead of, you know, biblical promises. And so I think yeah. sometimes that can make our faith weak. Okay. Or, or even sometimes a, um, maybe a wrong belief about some things, you know, about some of God's promises. Thanks for listening to part one of What is Faith? Join us next Friday for What is Faith? Part two here on Noah's Natter, your podcast for casual Christian conversation.